0: Greetings, family. Welcome to today's Bible College Curriculum. I'm Fernando, your host. Let's go ahead and start with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us for our trespasses as we Forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Today November the 23rd. Thank you so much for coming on in here and learning the word with me. Our scripture for our Bible college for the whole foundation is Matthew 22-29, it's It's a requirement that you memorize this and post it on your wall like I do. But Jesus answered and said to them, You are mistaken, and not understanding the Scriptures, nor the power of God. You are mistaken, not understanding the Scriptures, nor the power of God. That's huge, folks. That motivates me. I look at that got to keep on keeping on. All right. Now, Luke 16.10 from the Amplified Bible says, He who is faithful in a very little thing is faithful also in much. Have you ever wanted to take on some really big project in the kingdom of God, but the Lord just wouldn't seem to let you? If so, there's probably a good reason why. You can see what I'm talking about if you'll read about what God did with the children of Israel after he brought them out of Egypt. He wanted to take them on into the promised land, but before he could do it, God had to know if they would obey him. He had to know if they would listen to his voice, because if they didn't, the enemies they were about to face would wipe them out. So do you know what he did? He tested them in a small matter. Exodus 14, 6 tells us about this simple test. Then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day, that I may prove them whether they will walk in my law or not. God took a little insignificant matter, the food they ate, and used it to see if they would listen to him or not. He told them how much of it to gather, when to gather and when not to, and what to do with it after they brought it in. And the Israelites went on right out and violated those simple instructions. They showed God by their actions that his voice was not important to them. They were not willing to obey even His simplest commands. God works the same way today. Before He sends you on a major mission, He gives you the opportunity to prove you can be trusted with small instructions. But many of us miss that opportunity. We pray, what do you want me to do, Lord? Where do you want me to go, Lord? I'll do anything you say, Lord. But when the Lord says, I want you to get up and pray in the Spirit one hour every morning. We fail to obey Him. We say, oh yeah, that would be good. I ought to do that. But somehow, we never get around to it. Don't make that mistake. Start today obeying God in the little things. Let Him see that He can trust you out there in a place of much authority. Let him know that you'll be faithful to his words and to the voice of his spirit. Once he knows you won't let disobedience wipe you out, he'll start sending bigger assignments your way. Amen. Let's go to Exodus 16, 1 through 28 and read that, please. Exodus 16, 1 through 28. Here we go. Manna and quail from heaven. Then the whole community of Israel set out from Elim and journeyed into the wilderness of sin. Between Elim and Mount Sinai, they arrived there on the 15th day of the second month, one month after leaving the land of Egypt. There too, the whole community of Israel complained about Moses and Aaron. If only the Lord had killed us back in Egypt, they moaned. There we sat around pots filled with meat and ate all the bread we wanted. But now you have brought us into this wilderness to starve us all to death. Let me go ahead and check that again. Exodus 16, 1 through 28. That's right. Then the Lord said to Moses, verse 4, Look, I am going to rain down food from heaven for you. Each day the people can go out and pick up as much food as they need for that day. I will test them in this to see whether or not they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day they will gather food, and when they prepare, there will be twice as much as usual. So Moses and Aaron said to all the people of Israel, By evening, you will realize it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt. In the morning, you will see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your complaints. Uh, Complaints, not against us, against him. What have we done that you should complain about us? Then Moses added, The Lord will give you meat to eat in the evening and bread to satisfy you in the morning. For he has heard all your complaints against him. What have we done? Yes, your complaints are against the Lord, not against us. Then Moses said to Aaron, I'll announce this to the entire community of Israel. Present yourself before the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. And as Aaron spoke to the whole community of Israel, they looked out toward the wilderness. There they could see the awesome glory of the Lord in the cloud. Then the Lord said to Moses, I have heard the Israelites' complaints. Now tell me, in the evening you will have me to eat, and in the morning you will have all the bread you want. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. That evening, vast numbers of quail flew in and covered the camp. And the next morning, the area around the camp was wet with dew. When the dew evaporated, a flasky substance as fine as frost blanketed the ground. The Israelites were puzzled when they saw it. What is it? they asked each other. They had no idea what it was. And Moses told them, It is the food the Lord has given you to eat. These are the Lord's instructions. Each household should gather as much as it needs. Pick up Two quarts for each person in your tent. So the people of Israel did as they were told. Some gathered a lot, some only a little. But when they measured it out, everyone had just enough. Those who gathered a lot had nothing left over, and those who gathered only a little had enough. Each family had just what it needed. Then Moses told them, Do not keep any of it until morning. But some of them did listen and kept some until the morning. But by then it was full of maggots and had a terrible smell. Moses was very angry with them. After this, the people gathered the food morning by morning, each family according to its need. And as the sun became hot, the flakes they had not picked up melted and disappeared. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much as usual, four quarts for each person instead of two. Then all the leaders of the community came and asked Moses for an explanation. He told them, This is what the Lord commanded. Tomorrow will be a day of complete rest, a holy Sabbath, day set apart for the Lord. So bake or boil as much as you want today and set aside what is left for tomorrow. So they put some aside until morning, just as Moses had commanded. And in the morning, the leftover food was wholesome and good without maggots or order. Moses said, Eat this food today, for today is a Sabbath day dedicated to the Lord. There will be no food on the ground today. You may gather the food for six days, but the seventh day is the Sabbath. There you will, will be no food on the ground that day. Some of the people went out anyway on the seventh day, but they could couldn't find any food. The Lord asked Moses, How long will these people refuse to obey my commands and instructions? They must realize that the Sabbath is the Lord's gift to you. That is why he gives you a two-day supply on the sixth day, so there will be enough for two days. On the Sabbath day, you must each stay in your place. Do not go out to pick up food on the seventh day, so the people did not gather any food on the seventh day. The Israelites called the food manna. It was white like coriander seed and tasted like honey wafers. Amen and amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. And with that, let me go ahead and read uh, some Psalms, scriptures in the Psalms, please. We are... Today is the 23rd, so we're going to read Psalm 23rd. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside the peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right path, bringing honor to His name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Now let's go to Psalm 32, 33, excuse me. Psalm 33 in the New Living Translation. Let the godly sing for joy to the Lord, for it is fitting for the pure to praise Him. Praise the Lord with melodies on the lyre. Make music for Him on the ten-stringed harp. Sing a new song of praise to Him. Play skillfully on the harp and sing with joy. For the word of the Lord holds true, and we can trust everything he does. He loves whatever is just and good. The unfailing love of the Lord fills the earth. The Lord merely spoke, and the heavens were created. He breathed the word, and all the stars were born. He assigned the sea its boundaries and locked the oceans in vast reservoirs. Let the whole earth praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. He assigned the seas its boundaries and locked the ocean in vast reservoirs. Let the whole world fear the Lord and let everyone stand in awe of him, for when he spoke the world began. It appeared at his command. The Lord frustrates the plans of the nations and torts all their schemes, but the Lord's plans stand firm forever. His intentions can never be shaken. What joy for the nations who God is the Lord, whose people has He chosen as His inheritance. The Lord looks down from heaven and sees the whole human race. From His throne He observes all who live on the earth. He made their hearts, so He understands everything they do. The best equipped army cannot save a king. Nor is great strength enough to save a warrior. Don't count on your war horses to give you strength. Amen. And I lost my place. The Lord looks down from heaven and sees the whole human race. From his throne he observes all who live on the earth. He made their hearts so he understands everything they do. The best equipped army cannot save a king, nor is great strength enough to save a warrior. Don't count on your war horse to give you victory, for all its strength, it cannot save you. But the Lord watches over those who fear him, those who rely on his unfailing love. He rescues them from death and keeps them alive in times of famine. We put our hope in the Lord for He is our help and our shield. In Him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in His holy name. Let Your unfailing love surround us, Lord, for our hope is in You alone. Amen and amen. Remember that those who fear the Lord and rely on His unfailing love, the Lord saves. Amen. Thank you for coming on today's podcast. We love you. We bless you. God bless you and keep you. Make His face to shine upon you. Be gracious unto you. Lift up His counts and give you peace. Establish you in every which way. Smile on you. And may the two of you have humor all day long in love. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen.